The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. Well, hello and welcome to a new week of Grace in Focus. This week, Catherine Wright and Ken Yates will be bringing us a short look at the book of Romans, not a full exposition, but rather just a look at the goal and general message of the book of Romans, as befitting to the free grace message. Now we've been telling you about our national conference coming up in May, May 22nd through the 25th, and we want to remind you that the early bird registration is coming to an end tomorrow. So you want to get registered today or tomorrow, and please plan to attend the national conference with us this year. Our website where you can do that is faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. Now let's begin our study in Romans. Here's Ken and Catherine. Welcome to Grace and Focus. I'm Ken Yates. And I'm Catherine Wright. We're going to be doing some sessions on the book of Romans. Ain't that right, Dan? That's right. And on this first one, just basically, what is the book of Romans about? Who is it written to and what is its message? I think it's safe to say that most evangelicals see the book of Romans as an evangelistic book. Yeah, certainly with the tracks, right? You see the the Romans road pretty often, I think. Yeah. And I think, for example, when you go on mission trips, short-term mission trips, they'll say, okay, before you go out, you need to know the Romans road. The point being, there are certain verses that are used in the book of Romans to lead people to come to faith or lead people to become Christians. And they're taken throughout the book, and it's just assumed that is what the book is about. So we just kind of want to talk about maybe those more popular verses in today's episode, and then we'll continue with our series in the following episodes. Yes. And basically what we are going to say is that that is not what the book of Romans (laughs) is about, which, by the way, makes sense because many in the free grace community know that the book of John is the book that we go to for telling unbelievers how to come to faith. And the book of Romans is written to believers. I think most people would agree with that. I think that what they would say is, yes, it's written to believers, but Paul is giving them the gospel of how to be saved from hell, which would be strange. Why would you write a book to believers telling them how to be saved from the lake of fire since they're already saved from the lake of fire? Right. So we're going to start with, I think, probably the first verse that's most often used within the Romans road, which is in Romans chapter three, verse 23. Most of us know it, but that reads for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So I think typical evangelists, they're going to start here and they're going to start with, you're a sinner. You are dirty, rotten, and you need salvation. (laughs) So you have to understand that first. Yes, there it is. For all have sinned. Mm -hmm. So I need salvation from my sin. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. A lot of times when you hear people present the gospel of eternal salvation, they really don't talk about eternal life. A lot of times they'll leave it there that you're a sinner and you need to be saved from your sin. And so with the Romans road, like Catherine said, that's where the Roman road begins. If you think of follow the yellow brick road with Dorothy, (laughs) this is follow the Romans road. And this is the first step for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Right. I uh, remember we just did a regional not too long ago on 
evangelism. That was the topic of it. And one of the sessions, I think it was your session on kind of one of the issues with evangelism. And it's that so often we start with beating up the unbeliever. We start with that idea of, well, they need to be told that they're a sinner and they need to feel bad that they're a sinner. And so we begin with that. And that's very popular, I think, within the American evangelical world is evangelism starts with confronting the unbeliever with their sin and really beginning kind of on a negative note. And so here you go. Romans Road is the example. You are a sinner and you've fallen short. Again, when you compare this to the book of John, you don't see that. Right. Think of the conversations that Jesus has with the woman at the well or with Nicodemus in John 3 and John 4. He never talks about the fact that they need to be saved from their sins, Mm -hmm. even though Obviously, we're all sinners and we've all have sinned when Jesus evangelized. That's not where he started. Right. And so the next verse on the Romans road is thought to build upon the first verse, which is Romans 6.23. And in Romans 6.23, it says, for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is understood, whether we're listening to an evangelist speak or in a tract. Death here in Romans 6.23 is equated with the lake of fire. Right. All of sin. And what do you get for your sin? You get death, which is the lake of fire. So in just everyday language, we're all sinners and our sin is going to send us an eternal hell. Something that I like to talk about when when the Romans Road does get brought up is just an observation. This is just more of a statement about this principle of evangelism that bothers me personally is that, okay, we're looking at Romans 6.23, but what is the context of Romans 6.23? What does death mean in this conversation for Paul. And yet that's never brought up. And in fact, when you look at the Romans road, it's very much cherry picking. We're dealing with this random verse in chapter three, and now we're jumping to chapter six and we're going to use a random verse there. And as we'll see, another one will be brought up in chapter 10. And it's all very much just, like I said, cherry picking where there's absolutely no structure to the meaning of these words. If death means hell, show me that in the context, but that's never brought up. And I think that's probably why we've gotten some confusing messages coming out of these passages. You wonder how many people who use the Romans road, if you stop them and say, okay, Romans 623, the wages of sin is death and death is hell. And if you ask them, what is the context of Romans 6? How many of them would know the context? Or just simply ask, how do you know that death here is referring to hell? Why couldn't it just be referring to physical death? Which is something basic. Our view here, the wages of sin is death. And by the way, in the next chapter, Paul is going to say that he died. Mm -hmm. What does he mean by that? You know, he tried to keep the law. Then the law came in, he coveted and he died. Mm -hmm. No one would say that, well, he went to hell. And so You're right. Death here, we have to ask, well, what does it mean? Exactly. And by the way, in in Romans 6, it's very clear that Paul is talking to believers. Twice in the chapter, he says, shall we continue in sin? Shall we, believers, continue in sin? And Romans 6.23 is his conclusion. No, because the wages of sin is death. 
Now, if he's talking to believers, he can't mean, oh, no, you shouldn't continue in sin because if you continue in sin, you're going to go to hell. The context here is talking to believers. And so we got to ask ourselves the question, in what way does sin lead to death, even for the believer? Yeah. Going on to chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth, Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So this is usually the great conclusion that how can we then be delivered from death? Well, you must believe with your heart and confess with your mouth. Two-part process. Yeah, and what's interesting about that is people don't define what that means. Exactly. Same thing with chapter 6 as we were just discussing. What's the context here? Yes, for example, when he says, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to confess that Jesus is Lord or confess with your mouth, with your mouth, Mm -hmm. Lord Jesus? It's very strange because, again, people usually will not define that. You take a passage like Acts 10, where Cornelius and his household are saved, eternally saved, and they don't say a word. And so it says while Peter was still preaching. Right. They received the spirit. So did they confess Mm -hmm. Jesus is Lord again, just like the word death is said to be hell in the Romans road, Romans 623 salvation here is held to be going to heaven. Right. I was about to say, if going back to confession, if confession here is a requirement for salvation from hell, then it's no longer by grace. It's not by faith. It's I have to do something. I must confess with my mouth. So how do we reconcile those contradictory thoughts? Scripture is very clear that we're saved by faith alone in Christ for eternal life. I mean, Ephesians 2, 8, 9, it's not by our works. Well, isn't confession with my mouth something I have to do? So, And once again, in, in the Gospel of John, the mm-hmm. Lord never told anybody they had to do that. And then we become very contradictory because what we say is, oh, well, it's all by grace. And if someone says you got to be baptized in water to go to heaven, well, that's adding a work to it. But then we turn around and go, yes, but you do have to confess with your mouth, Jesus <laughs> right. is Lord. Well, the first question I'm going to have if I'm an unbeliever is, okay, what do I have to say? Mm-hmm. Do I just say Jesus is Lord? Is that the magic formula? And then therefore there's this work that I have to do in order to be saved. Mm -hmm. So what is going on here in Romans? The issue is the way we define these words. For example, salvation, death. Sin brings the wrath of God into someone's life. It always does, whether they're believers or unbelievers. That is what sin pays. That's the wages of sin, which can lead even to physical death. And salvation is being saved from that. Paul is telling the believer how to be saved from that in the book of Romans. It's a book about sanctification, about Christian living. This confessing the Lord is something that believers do. The key here is to understand what these words in Romans is talking about. And that's what our series is going to be about, is diving into some of these passages a little bit more in depth, try and give them 
the context that they deserve so that hopefully those of you that are listening can have a better understanding of the book of Romans. So we hope you join us over the next few episodes as we discuss these passages and um, remember to keep keep grace in focus. Ken Yates' brand new book about his daughter entitled Elizabeth, featured here earlier this month, is available now on our website, faithalone.org. Get half price through January 31st, 2023 when you use the code word podcast. That's faithalone.org. Did you miss an episode of Grace in Focus that you really wanted to hear? Just come to faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. We have all our past episodes right there on the site. In addition, we have all kinds of free resources available for you. It's all designed to help you mature and grow in your understanding of Scripture. So come visit us at faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. On this program, we keep our requests for financial partners to a minimum. But if you are interested in becoming a financial partner with Grace and Focus, you can find out how to do that at faithalone.org. Our team is really great about answering questions, comments, and feedback. If you've got some, we hope to hear from you. Let me give you our email address so you can do just that. It's radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. On the next Grace and Focus, Ken and Catherine return to continue their short introductory study of Romans. Please plan to join them. This is the Grace Evangelical Society. Until next time, let's keep grace in focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.